Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your Tech Stuff host, Jay Nog. That's right, Tech Stuff host. It's what I want to be. Anyway, uh, here we are. Audition number 62, however many episodes you've done. <laughs> we have not had a lot of success with the Tech Stuff people, but uh, Rob J., good to see you. I hope it goes, uh, goes well for you. And that, of course, is the President of the United States, Mr. Donald J. Trump. They Thanks for joining us is- again. Well, as always, you know, we want to reach the people because there's a lot of fake news, crazy Dems who want to betray the country and their president. So we want to get right to the people. And the the podcast has been very, uh, very successful with that big league success. Yes. This week, huge bump. So everybody, uh, thanks for sharing and telling your friends. But we know there's more of you out there on social media. Again, Facebook.com backslash making podcasts great again. iTunes comment. I was looking at the iTunes numbers. We got... 112 ratings, okay? That's not 112 bad, not bad. where the players dwell. <laughs> but we've got to do better than that. We should be at 200 minimum. We should so be. If you excuse me. Okay. Excuse I'm me. I'm done. Thank you. If, yeah, even if you don't use iTunes because it's run by Gay Cook, even if you don't use it, you can get on there, give us five stars, and move on with your day. We'd love a review, but you give us five stars. We have like thousands of listeners. And we're only 112 where the players dwell. We got to get to 200. That's right, guys. Where the players dwell. And then on Twitter That's and Instagram. My line. <laughs> I know. I, I was just echoing up. it. Well, I didn't hear. I don't know if you really Well, made I didn't it hear up. you give me credit. So we're, we're already strike one against uh, Rob J., the new tech stuff person host guy. At, at Trump Pod. But do you think you, you person, made that up? You probably have to say person now because, you know, trans. Trump stuff. Who? Tech stuff, they, maybe? Because you can't label. Well, you know, that sounds ridiculous, but we want to be nice. We want to be PC. <laughs> That's what it would be. Just kidding. We're not going to be PC on this on this <laughs> podcast. This is, this is a safe space for unsafe space. How about that? Do you really think you made up where the players dwell for 112? Well, then you listen back. I just did. Do you, but I'm asking if you think you made that up. Listen back. So listen back to this episode, this episode to hear you say it you for the first it, time. And that's the story. Okay, that that's fine. And it's at Trump Pod, guys, on Instagram, Twitter, and that's two Ps, Trump and then Pod. But we need more more followers, guys. Listeners picking up, more, more social media activity. Let's go. Anyway, Mr. President, yes. your alleged tax information came out. Well, alleged, you know, something was released from... You know, a time when I was a very active, aggressive businessman, developer, and uh, now they want to make it into that I'm not one of the great business people. But I am, in fact, maybe the greatest business person. So you're calling losing over $1 billion in nine years aggressive businessman. Is that what you're labeling it? It was 10 years, and yes. Well, 85 to 94, technically. Count it out. You want to count it out with me? All right. We'll call 10 years. Okay. All right. Inclusive. They call that inclusive. All right. So that's fine. Wharton Business School, by the way. Pretty good business school. $1 billion in 10 years. No big deal. That but you be... always brag about making billions. Well, and you then... got to spend money. You ever heard you got to spend other people's money to make money? <laughs> it's been other people's money? You know, banks and people who loan it to you and things. It's very clever. Are you upset that this news came out? 
Well, it's, I mean, they're trying, they, you know, I'm the president. Everybody knows I'm a great businessman. Why were you going to such lengths to hide it so much? Well, because, you know, there was no hiding. I was under audit. So, obviously, you know, the tax people, they have their rules, and we want to abide by that and not kind of expose our money while the, uh, you know, while the tax people are looking at it. <laughs> but <laughs> you were... Very, very, very uh, adamant about not giving up your taxes. Oh, and we're still fighting subpoenas. I got my man, Ugly Fish, Steve Mnuchin. He's uh, the Kushner Fish. We're not. He's not doing. Uh, he's not going to release those taxes because it's a witch hunt to make me look bad, but it'll only make me look very rich. How many billions of dollars do you lose in the next audit? Made a lot of money, and I think what we really need to see is 45th president of the United States, global brand, successful family. That's that's what people need to know. But the only information that's released so far, you look like a very bad businessman. You know that. On paper right now, for those years, you look like you don't know what you're doing. And losing $1 billion doesn't look like a good businessman. You know that, right? And yet I own amazing properties and I'm the president. So obviously somewhere in there, good decisions were made. But you people... can look at a lot of companies. A lot of companies you can see like, oh, they lost a lot of money here. They went invested. They invested things. They did this. They made bad decisions, good decisions, and then, you know, then we get to where I am now, and obviously a lot of good decisions, many good decisions. But you were trying to hide that $1 billion loss There was no while. hiding. Well, you didn't want people to find out about it. Well, they didn't, you know, even the people who are like, give me your taxes, they want the last six years. This was something from the 80s. So why don't you just give that up originally? Well, because I'm under audit. So you just have to. So we'll do it maybe after. But I think people voted in 2016 and they decided they didn't really care if I released my my tax information because they wanted to make America great again, not not make the IRS look cool again. That doesn't go on that. No, make the IRS look cool again? No, definitely not. Not all people like the IRS, Mr. President. They're a disgusting bunch of people, some of the worst Democrats ever. <laughs> Speaking of money... I thought China, you and uh, Xi Jinping, you guys were boys. Xi, well, Xi. I love you know. I China, you guys were boys. I thought you guys China were really good I, friends. China and I, a lot of people don't know this, were both WWE Hall of Famers. Before she did the porn and died, she was a wrestler and a very I'm strong not, one. I'm not talking about the former wrestler. Res- she had porn very big star. fake breasts. She was very not, manly, but I respected the fact that she went under the knife. I'm talking about the country, C-H-I-N-A, the country China. We talked oh, about Chi- Xi. Yeah, they're, they're killing us. They're killing us on trade, and we're being very tough with them. And they are not, by the way, in the Wrestling Hall of Fame, so they're very weak. No, I know. That's what I was trying to get at. You were talking about the wrong China that I mentioned. No, I was talking about both Chinas, and they were both right. I know, you were just... Nothing I said was false. No, you were just talking about China and China all in one. Well, you know what? If you can't keep up, if you can't keep up with the two Chinas, then that's your problem. You don't think that's confusing? I'm very, uh, very clear. We're now talking about China, the trade villain. Yes. Now, you raise tariffs. Now, they're raising tariffs. When is this going to end? And then, on well, when's going to end? You can answer that question first. It's going to end when uh, China decides to stop being, you know, 
when China starts taking it like China in the porno, that's when we're going to be done with it. Okay, so maybe there's a little combination with the two Chinas. See how I brought that in? Yes. It's called great speaking. Is that what it's called? Great speech. Speech making. We make a lot of speeches. Good speech. Now, I think that, uh, no, China, they, they think they're going to be tough, but we have the upper hand on them. So if we can be tough and hold them out, they're going to have to give in to our demands. You know, right now, Xi, my good friend Xi. Okay, is he your good friend people. right now? Because it's, you no, see we have a good odds. relationship. But you know what? You ever have somebody with like like you ever play a, a sport? Yeah. Against a friend. Yes. You're friends, but you're not trying to be friends during the game. You're competitive. Who? Competitive. You're playing against the other person to win. Who is? Well, when you play a sport versus another person. Why are we? T- what's, who, who's sports? We're talking about G. You just said you know when you play. Listen back to the tape. Okay, we're not talking sports. We're talking G. Okay. He comes very tough because he's a tough guy, good friend of mine. And he comes very tough, and he says, Mr. Trump, we will fight you in the trade war. And I say, well, you're going to lose because you buy a lot. You know, we buy a lot more. You know what I mean, right? They they're in a very bad position for a long war. Right, the they're exporting on, more. They're exporting and more. Exactly, and the longer it goes on, the tougher it's going to be for them. Until all of a sudden, they're going to start to sound like a little, little geisha girl. You know, I know that's Japan, but still, it doesn't really matter. They're all kind of the same. <laughs> oh, Mister Trump, it's okay. We give you all the best deals. Hey, that's what I. You know, I speak their language, so I would say, hey. And then we have a good deal and we have a good time. Do you ever do your impressions in front of G? All the time. Does he enjoy them? Well, I don't speak the language that well, so but uh, I think he likes it. You think what? You if you don't if after you do the impression and then he speaks Chinese, does it sound angry? Well, or he turns loving? very red, which we all know that's like when you're laughing so hard, you kind of turn red. And he starts pounding the table, you know, like we hit our knee, he hits the table. I think in China, it's more of a hit the table with your fist is how they express laughter. So we got a good thing. We got a good thing. Sounds- and he's going to go, believe me, believe me. Mm-hmm. He's going to go from, we make a tough trade deal. After a couple of months, he's going to be, Whatever you want, you want hot towel? I give you happy ending with trade deal. And I say, yes, G, we take happy ending. Let's do it. Oh, We're going to have a very happy ending. You guys seem like you have a very good working relationship. Tremendous working. But, you know, I represent America. But so your tweets don't show that. That I don't represent America? No, that you don't have a good relationship with him. Because you were tweeting... That it was constructive and candid and everything is great. Tremendous. And, and then, uh, what else is right? A very strong relationship. Strong. The, the what next, have I been saying? What I've been uh, you're repeating? What have I been telling you? Right. I'm just. And then the next day, great you relationship. Tweet, I love collecting China tariffs. No, yeah. Right. So what's? I don't understand the. Uh, the but you problem. said when you were talking, it was constructive. Everything is going well. And then the next day, you're threatening them over Twitter. Like your your Twitter. Have you made a lot of billion dollar deals? No, and I never lost a lot of billion dollar deals either. Well, if you know, that's like me saying, 
Well, I never missed a three-pointer in the NBA, so I guess I'm better than Steph Curry, who has missed three-pointers in the NBA. You got to get in the game. You're not in the game, so your stats don't matter. Okay. You're not in the billion. Are you in the billion-dollar game? As Excuse of right me. now? <laughs> Excuse me. No, I'm not in the billion-dollar game. Excuse me. I just said I'm not. Excuse me. Yes. Are you in the billion-dollar game? <laughs> um, no, I'm not. Well, then. Okay. So this is a negotiating strategy. Okay? So we're, we're going after them tough. We want people to know we're going after them tough. But, you know, sometimes there's a mix of you have internal discussions and then you have your public tweets. And it's a mix. It's a mix of public and private negotiations. Do you think most of America like your, your tweets or hate your tweets? I think I got elected president. And I was tweeting a lot. So I think America enjoyed the tweets. You can't say that because you lost the popular vote. Well, it wasn't so popular. <laughs> it pretended like it was popular. A lot. Of, we've already discussed a lot of fraud, a lot of California illegals voting, but we're pretty sure we, we won the popular. So you think they were... Everyone was wrong when they tallied up the popular I mean, the vote. popular doesn't matter, you know. No, I'm just saying that you said that most Americans like your Enough tweets. Americans, enough real Americans, you know what I mean. Okay. There's a lot of real Americans, and then there's a lot of kind of traitorous, dem libs. Have you settled your beef with Twitter when they were taking away your followers because they were bots? No, they were, they were no bots. No bots. No bots. No Russian bots. We explained to them that Tatiana XXX6969... <laughs> was a tremendous Russian-American <laughs> follower with great pictures. <laughs> and you can, if you want, you can text her. She leaves her number right That's, there. So it's a lot of fan outreach. A lot of fan outreach, yes. Just to talk about making America great again, right? So much greatness. Well, Mr. President, Mother's Day was this past weekend. How was your Mother's Day? I know you're not a mother, but did you celebrate with your wife? But I have been known to be a motherfucker. <laughs> okay. Can we say that? We can say that. We're, we're on the podcast world. They let the curses. Uh, yeah. That's... A lot of curses in the podcast world. Yes, but that I wasn't asking if you were if you were fucking mothers. I was asking if Please you had Please watch a... your language. We're talking about mothers. <laughs> okay. I, I'm, I know your mother has passed, and I'm sorry. So you didn't who? get to spend your mother, the person who gave birth to you. Well, we'll see. <laughs> okay. Well, I know your children came from three different women. And you have who? I <clears throat> Ivana, Marla, and Melania are your three wives. Who, who, who? That's what I have to say. I feel like an owl. I feel like an owl right now asking about all these who's. Mr. President, you have children. Are you, you going to deny that you have children? We already know there is a mother in my life, and she's my beautiful daughter who is... Let me tell you something. Her system's working A-OK. -okay. Not AOC. We're not talking about Ocasio Green Deal, Latina, skinny olive oil looking chick. We got to get her on the podcast with you, Mr. President. Well, I bet she'd, she'd like to be on the podcast. She would. I, I think it would have some good discussions. You with know, her. she talks about she's from the Bronx. I'm from Queens. We could finally settle it. Well. Who are we talking about? We're talking about Mother's Day. And it's you, a good day. Right. What did you do on Mother's Day? 
I was president. What do you what do you think? You think this is a, a nine to five Monday through Friday job? No, but every president usually spends time with their wife, who's the mother of. Their- well, I golfed. Obviously, it was a Sunday, so we got to get the golf in, and uh, you know, read the briefings. Did you get Melania tweeted. anything for oh. Mother's Day? Melania, your wife, the mother of Baron, your youngest. Did you get her anything for Mother's Day? Okay. Um, first of all, who's Brendan? Baron. Your, your son, the tall one, Dirk Nowitzki lookalike. You know what? We I feel like this is a common theme with the tech stuff people, and it's usually kind of a, a place where we really part ways. Are you denying that you have a son named Baron? Have you seen? Do you have you heard of Ivanka Trump? Yes, that is okay, your daughter. Does she look like a son? No, she's a daughter. But you also have. Does, she's not just a daughter. She's pretty pretty smoking. She's a uh, as the kids say a smoke show. <laughs> Have you seen her? Uh, yes, that's it's weird to call your daughter a smoke show. Well, it's a, I mean it's a fact. I'd be stupid not to not to be able to see it. You I, think? Let me ask you a question. Yeah. You think when like Halle Berry's father sees her, he doesn't? He goes, "Oh, I don't see if she, I don't know if she's attractive." He right? he might know she's attractive, but he, I don't think he would call his own daughter a smoke show. Well, you know what I'm, and that's why I'm president, and he's not. <laughs> is that, is that Halle your Halle Berry's father? Is is that not your go-to when someone doesn't agree with you? Well, it's a pretty good go-to, you have to admit. Like, I'm the president and you're not is a, is pretty good. It's a pretty good comeback. It, it actually is. I'm the president uh, and you're not. It's it's a good comeback and you can only use it. Well, you didn't do anything for Mother's Day, Mr. President. You can't tell us what you did, there was, what you got your wife. Nothing. There was, uh, it sounds like Ivanka back there. <laughs> the, uh, I don't, uh. I don't go around buying strange women gifts on Mother's Day. First of all, I think it's offensive. You never know if a woman is a mother. You know Ivanka's or, a mother. You're, well, you're we daughter. know that. Did you did you buy her anything for Mother's Day? I did. What did you buy her? Well, I'd like to keep that between us. So you bought your daughter a Mother's Day present, but you didn't buy your wife or well, any mo- of... Well, she's a mother. Like it's, you, know, you wish every mother a happy Mother's Day, and Ivanka's a, a wonderful, yummy mummy. Did you did you wish Melania a happy Mother's Day? Who? <laughs> so you didn't miss miss uh, you didn't you didn't wish uh, Marla or Ivana n- none of them. Uh, happy oh, Ivana, mo- I remember. Yes. Did you wish her? She a happy- gave birth to Ivanka. <laughs> so did you wish her a happy Mother's Day? That was like a uh, hot blonde inception. <laughs> oh gosh, that's disgusting. What the movie? It's a good movie. Christopher Nolan did the Batman. No, I know. The movie wasn't Remember bad. with Heath Ledger? I know. How's he doing? Heath Ledger? He he, Good actor. he passed. On what? He passed on like other no, he, roles? No, he, he, he's dead. Since when? I think it's been way over five years. I think we need a moment of silence <laughs> for the great Heath Ledger. Great Joker. I kind of, you know, I modeled my presidency after his... His performance as the Joker in The Dark Knight. And you just found out about this? Though I didn't this? want to see The Dark Knight. I was like, I, I don't need to see another movie with blacks. But it was just a figure <laughs> of speech. It wasn't like literally. Because you think Dark Knight, that's like double black. No. You, Night you, is dark and dark, dark. You, you know. So you think Dark Knight would be a movie about black people? Well, I thought it was. Unfortunately, it was not. There were almost no black people. You don't know Probably because Batman was cleaning up the streets. And, you know, the first to go is the Chicago's. <laughs> This may be Gotham, but there, you know, so there won't be any Chicago's. 
It's the president. I don't think it. it, it, it well, R.I.P. Heath Ledger. Good guy. <laughs> You're a little late on that, but it's nice. So of you, you think to I it. should not pay? No, it's nice. It's nice of you to pay respect. So you would say not? It. Excuse me. Yes. You would say not? Excuse me. You would yeah. say not to pay respects. No, you you, sh- you could pay respects. Well, I did. I know, but I'm just saying. Well, it's I don't know why you're doing very, it, but I'm it's saying. It's very late. Like, Well, you, it's news to me. I'm kind of busy making billions and running the world. But that's your favorite movie. Or not favorite movie, but who, what you copy your presidency off of, you should probably know about that guy, right? Well, it's like he lives in me. I see the movie every so often to refresh on how I want to do things. So mm-hmm. it's to me, it was almost like he's still with me. You know, I like BGMP. Well, for the new listeners, Big Game Mike Pence. Yes. My VP, VP BGMP. Yes, we know him. He uh, he reads the Bible all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, you know, to feel like, uh, I don't know what he says, like Christ is living and like within him. I don't know if that's a metaphor, if he literally means a man is inside of him, <laughs> but he's very gay. But I think with me, the way the Christians, which I'm a great Christian. Right. But the way the hardcore Christians talk about the like, you know, Jesus is in me. You know, they, it's living. It's like a living God they talk about. I feel like Heath Ledger as the Joker is kind of, you know, I see it all the time, so I just assumed he was still alive. Good guy. Because he lives inside of you. Well, that, that role, that, that, that motivation, you know, it's like I get to, you know, every week we got to watch The Dark Knight. <laughs> it's a weekly viewing? Weekly tradition. Me and Ivanka. She likes the movie, too. <laughs> okay. Makes me remember that when it came out, she was only 26. And if you think she's hot at 37... <laughs> Let me tell you, 26-year-old Ivanka. A lot hotter. Might have had to make that illegal (laughs) when I was president. Oh, Mr. President, another, uh, so many Democrats throwing their names. 912 crazy Dems. I think it's, it's in the 20s now, 21, 27. 912. 912 Dems. step on the joke. Okay, 912. A lot of Dems. Now, um, are you you running? No. Do you think de Blasio is going to run? Well, uh, that'd be hilarious to me if him and his do another commercial with his Afro son, you know. Um. Well, today he did something in one of your buildings, and when he was trying to speak, somehow the music in the building got much louder. Well, you know what? Do you think there's a problem with the speakers? I don't know anything about that. You don't know anything about it? Probably something messed seems up with like that. We, uh, seems like our uh, artificial intelligence system is uh, working great. When there's <laughs> stupid noise, you turn up the music to drown it out. Turn out stupid noise? And he's lucky his, his Afro son didn't show up because our artificial intelligence security would have gone right for him. Does he still have an Afro? I don't know what he does. Is he still a black? Uh, how You can change from being a black? No, you can't. That was That was the point. <laughs> I'm just asking you a question. I thought you knew something I didn't know. Now, Mr. President, are you ready to roast one of these future candidates? Possible. I'm, I've got my butane lighter and my bars. Elizabeth Warren. One of the worst. Massachusetts. Are you ready? Are you going to do this? Whenever you're ready. <clears throat> that was for Elizabeth Warren. That's what I think of her. She is... One of the worst. She is annoying. If you've ever seen the movie Back to the Future, there was a woman screaming at Marty McFly, save the clock tower with a can of change to save the clock tower. Everybody go watch Back to the Future. She sounds just like that crazy bitch. 
Elizabeth Warren is a fake Native American, a boring professor, not hot, by the way, and from the looks of it, never was. She runs around with a golden retriever dropping boring policies. It's like, we already get it. You're not hot, Pocahontas. And now you're like lecturing us on stupid, boring things. Not going to win the nomination. At least Crooked Hillary was tough. Not a boring librarian from Massachusetts. So she's going to lose. She's not going to save the clock tower, by the way. Back to the future. Epic fail. Bye-bye. I like, I like the opening with the burp. The burp to the bye-bye. I like that. And you that. know I've never done that before. That was extra disrespect. <laughs> For the roast? Normally, I just, when it's a man that I respect, even a little bit, the fact that they're a man. Right. Even though some of these libs are barely men. Okay. Like Beta Okuk. But I try to show them man-to-man respect. But right, if you I come at me with, with this annoying, she's like an, I'm, we're going over the mm-hmm. minute roast. That's uh, how strongly I feel about this one. She is like the aunt that you see at a wedding that like the kids thought was cool when they were seven and now they're 16 and they're like, fuck off, Aunt Pocahontas. <laughs> you lying professor. Nobody likes you. You're like trying to dance to the, you're like twerking, but you broke a hip because you thought you were cool. Get out of here. Now the question, just when you have these debates, you had the Hillary debates, and I feel like you held back a little bit after your Twitter hands came out even stronger. I did tell her she'd go to jail. That right. was pretty strong. But I, I think you held back a little bit from after you've been tweeting. I think you've been getting more comfortable over the last couple of years. Now, Oh, if it's a woman in 2020, they're getting the C word on TV. <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, we can, we can predict that right now. 100% C word? 100%. How about, um, you, so you're going to fight dirty? I'm going to fight. There's no dirty, there's no clean. We fight, we fight to win. And that's what the MAGA people love about me. They love three things that I fight to win, yeah. that I say funny things, and, and, and that I scare the crap out of blacks, Latinos, immigrants, gays, and women. It's, three, it's a three-part plan. <laughs> That's the platform that you stand on? It's a great platform. It, it is. That's an interesting platform. Your, your, your boy Kanye West. Yeezy. Yes. Had his fourth child. Well, not a surprise. But it was a surrogate mother. Do you know Kim? Denaka? Well, he's a black. I mean, he's even if he's doing it with a lot of money, he doesn't want to have all his kids with one woman. Did you call him to congratulate him? I texted him. You texted him. Would you ever have the kids play together? Well, depends. Depends on, on what? How much of Kim's DNA kind of mixes in there. <laughs> now, I know she's had all sorts of surgeries to look kind of ethnically ambiguous. Right. If you know what I mean, if I can use the big friendly words. Ambiguous? Ethnically ambiguous, but, uh, you know, they always say mind over matter, and I feel like if she could, her mind wants her kids to be full black. So I don't know if that's possible. We're looking into it, but uh, if they look like her, the kids maybe can play. Do you know she's going to get a TV show, I think, about um, her... Well, I've already seen her video. No, not that. <clears throat> not that video, Mr. President. I'm talking about her help with uh, with people... What video are you talking about? Well, I'm talking about 
the video that she has sex with Ray J. I thought that's what the... Not what I was talking about that's disrespectful. This is a woman who has gotten criminals out of jail. What video were you talking about? Keeping up with the Kardashians on video cassette. <laughs> I have the first season on VHS. I don't even think they made it on VHS. Well, that's because you're not in the billionaire club. <laughs> so billionaires want keeping up with Kardashians Very early on, on VHS? Very when offering VHS and DVD, I said, give me the VHS. I think this is going to be more rare. Good investment. All right. Well, what is this Ray J tape you're talking about? It's a sex tape. With Kim? Yeah. I'll email it to you. All right. That's a good plan. Okay. <laughs> Mr. President. We'll have a review next week. She's been doing a lot of help with the judicial system and people who are convicted and wrongly convicted. She's been getting them out of jail. No, it sounds like it sounds like she's doing a porn. She goes, you know, you ever see one of these jailhouse porns? She right. goes and says, I can get you out. Next thing you know, like eight blacks are lined up. <laughs> Looking to get out of jail and into Kim, isn't that? That's the title, isn't it? Get out of jail and into Kim. That's a good title. Pence, I know Pence would probably just want it to be uh, like that, but with no with no Kim. <laughs> just get into jail. Just jailhouse porn. <laughs> Mr. President, the last thing which I'm sure you disagree about, Alyssa Milano. You know who she is? She's uh, the who's... Who's your... Yeah, who's, who's your boss? Who's your boss? That's right. Who's boss? Undercover boss. No. Who's the boss? She was the, the child actress, the, young, the, the daughter on the show. Remember that gay kid that was her brother? Mm, yes. That kid, wasn't he like... He was like gay at like six. <laughs> What's your point? Just it was funny. <laughs> that he was gay at six. Well, it was just very—you never see it so so obvious. You know, in the eighties. Yeah, it was. It was just. It was. It was. I just found it funny. Nothing wrong with it. We are big fans of the LGBTQ community, but uh, that's actually we've renamed it. It's the LGBTQ Pence community. But uh, you know, he seems like a. Uh, I'm sure he's a good guy. So do you hear she's going on a sex strike? For for abortion, sex strike. Well, that, well, that's a one way to avoid abortion is <laughs> to not have sex. She thinks no women should have sex with any man right now until women get all the rights that they want. Well, I mean, that's nice of her to say, but, you know, if my buddy raging Brett Kavanaugh has anything to say about it, I don't know that he's going to maybe take no for an answer. <laughs> do, you, do you know if Melania stands behind Alyssa Milano? You said I heard Alyssa Milano. Melania, uh, Transylvania. Those are They're, the uh, the cookies. I wife. like those. Those are the Pepperidge Farm cookies. No, Melania's. How come we're avoiding your mint wi- Melania's? We you, like those. You always admit Glass to your wife three. eventually. They come in those little like little paper cups. Are we you, you having trouble? Melania cookies. Are you having trouble on the home front? There's no tr- what trouble. I don't know. You're not. I live in the White House. You don't Does that acknowledge sound like trouble. You're not acknowledging your wife at all. Well, you're mentioning Melania cookies. No, Melania like Trump. Mint Melania's are my favorite. Melania fans of the show, mail me some Pepperidge Farm <laughs> Melania mints. It's Melania, your wife, your wife, the the mother of you sound like your Borat. child. <laughs> my wife. Your wife. Your I ju- wife. I just saw that recently. Good movie. Good, great movie. Very funny. Anyway. Melania, your wife. Why are we? We were. I don't know. Melissa Milano. Alyssa Milano. Whoever. Yes. Hot. 
Yes, sex good strike. looking. Sex strike. Well, like I said, it's uh, she's trying to get all a lot of women to follow her in this sex strike, and then but what other women are saying you should sleep with more people because you have control of your body, and you're going to tell people who you can sleep with. And oh, who- that's hilarious! I love when the progressive sluts get in on the discussion <laughs> and start saying you should suck a lot of dicks because that'll prove that you're a a real big girl. It's a it's unbelievable. Is These that- progressive women they. Alyssa Milano. Is that the government official name, Progressive Sluts? Well, for all the, you know, the Alyssa Milano people who, who, you know, I don't like her politics, but she's good looking. And to be honest, if she were on a sex strike, that's kind of a loss. Yeah. Because she's a good looking woman. But then you get these like hairy progressives, these fives that think they're eights that walk around telling like hotter women what to do with their bodies to prove that they're great women. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Any of these women who are saying have sex more to prove that you're something... Nobody wants them. So they can pretend all they want. And by the way, real men like Brett Kavanaugh and Donald Trump don't necessarily take, you know, Harry Truman, I think it was, I've been reading about this, I think he broke up a strike when like the Steel Union or something went on strike. I don't know. I was listening, half listening to whatever Bannon used to tell me. (laughs) You break up the strike. So I'm going to go in there with Brett Kavanaugh and they're going to tell us we're on a sex strike and we'll go, well, we're breaking up the strike, and I'll bring in scabs if I have to. We'll call the I, porn I industry, and we'll say, well, think... we brought them in. They're non-union sex people. They're going to have sex. We break up the strike. We're doing I it. I don't think you— Adult entertainers, come to the White House. We're not dealing with this sex strike. We'll pay you their wages. I don't think that's how you break up a sex strike. Well, these progressive, these these mediocre progressive women who are saying have more— don't you? Uh, Let's go off the record because I feel All like right. you're nervous. We're off. Let's be. I mean, now you're. This is the first time I've ever gone off the record for the tech stuff person. Okay. These aren't the most attractive women who are demanding like, no, have more sex because then I think they just think the market with the Milano's off the market, they think they can move up the chain. So you're saying they could only get threes before now they can maybe get a guy with a job and health benefits. Yes, so the like, sixes go are stopping. So the sevens, run, the eights, the nines, they're on a, a strike. Right. So all the numbers kind of go the up. The threes are like I can be a six. Demand. Yeah, I see what you're talking about. And you know what? No, you're a three and uh, I don't need it. But I don't think bringing in men to stop the sex strike is going to work. But if they they can stop it. Right, they could forcibly stop it, which would not... Well, that's what we do to strike sometimes. Sometimes you got to be tough. But wouldn't that be considered rape if you forcibly had sex with a woman you're who's not, on strike? No, no, no. You're, you're breaking you're up a strike. strike. You're not raping, you're breaking up a strike. I don't know why you keep saying that word. It's <laughs> now I want to go back on the record because you're making me quite uncomfortable. We're definitely not going to have you back. I'm not going to tell the people what you were saying. But it was really some of the most disgusting things that have ever been on this podcast. <laughs> but my point is, with strong, tough men like Brett Kavanaugh and myself and others. You can break up a woman's Harvey sex Weinstein, strike. Bill Cosby. We're right. going to put together an elite strike-busting team. It'd be like the Avengers, but for breaking up a exactly. sex strike. Exactly. The Avengers. We're the, we're the uh, I don't know what the word is, or if there's a good pun. The, uh, I'm trying to think. It's like the Justice League, maybe the Just Sex League. Maybe. But we got Cosby. We got Harvey Weinstein. We got Brett, Ragin' Brett Kavanaugh. We got Donald Trump. That's a that's a fantastic. 
a fucktastic four <laughs> is going to come and break up the strike. No more strikes. We need to get this country uh, moving and procreating, especially you can't have whites like Alyssa Milano closing up shop because oh we've got a lot of caravans coming in here with very fertile gang members from all sorts of Mexicos. All the Mexican oh, countries are I, I sending their I can't wait worst. to see the fucktastic four in theaters soon. Well, you know what? Sometimes you got to put together an elite team when the, when the times call for it. Mr. President, it has been a joy this week. That's it? That's it this week. Well, I'm glad that was a good, productive, productive episode. A lot of good ideas for the American people. Mr. President, also, at Trump Pod, right? You want to promote this podcast? We're at on Trump. three social media places. That's Why don't right. you let the people know? It's at Trump Pod. It's Trump and then Pod. Two Ps, and that's for Instagram and Twitter, for Facebook, facebook.com backslash making podcasts. Great again at J.L. Carvin and at J. Nog on Instagram and Twitter. Well, how's J. Nog? I don't know. Some guy. And uh, jnog.com, jlcarvin.com. And uh, guys, tell a friend, tell two friends, tell your mom. It was Mother's Day. You didn't get her a gift? Get her a subscription. I'm sure she'll like this episode. She might not love this episode. Say, listen to the one before it. I guarantee you'll warm up. Yes? If they can't take the heat of the fucktastic four, then get out of the podcast kitchen. There you go. There's another quote. I love it. Just dropping hip hop quotes all day today. Mr. President, I, I got nothing to plug. Nothing to plug. Actually, Saturday, I'll be at the Loft Comedy in Massachusetts. I see what you did there. You lied. <laughs> you, you just lied. I snuck it in. And then you, you, you got it in there like I felt like Alyssa Milano on a plug strike. And then you plugged me with your plug. Like the fucktastic four. We're going to keep saying it. We got a brand. It's called branding. The, uh, okay, guys. Yes, it's JL. Thank you for listening. And uh, I am at the Ann Arbor Comedy Showcase this weekend. Friday the 17th, two shows. Saturday the 18th, two shows. Come on out, please, for Christ's sakes. I don't know how this is going to sell, but probably not well. So uh, let's do it. I'm taking a 17-hour Amtrak there and a 15-hour Amtrak home, so make it worth something or else I might just have to jump onto the Amtrak trains and miss the finale of Game of Thrones. So thank you for listening. Uh, support the show. Spread the word. God help us all.